Hello and welcome to Keeping It Real with Rory. I am Ben Kaysen, your host today, subbing in for Rory, along with Chance Rodriguez, my good friend. Chance, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here, Ben. Excited to have you on. Chance, what is your role with FCA? Yeah, so I just got hired on uh, at the college, uh, CSU Pueblo. Um, the, I'm technically the FCA area representative for CSU Pueblo gotcha. um, and partnering with Tim Brotherton, um, who's an area rep uh, for Pueblo, um, who's really the man who's, who's got it done here uh, and really established FCA well. But yeah, that's kind of my role as uh, an area representative at, at CSU Pueblo. And my focus is to go beyond CSU Pueblo, but um, it's basically to work and establish a great FCA at, at uh, CSU Pueblo with the coaches and athletes there. Gotcha. And so I met Tim last week for the first time. We did like a Zoom interview. You can check it out here, Keeping It Real with Rory. Um, that guy's an incredible dude. <laughs> like, he just blew me away. And he, he's awesome. He brings the joy. He, he brings the love. And, and you just feel like you're, you're loved when you're, when you're with uh, um, Tim Brotherton. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. So let's just talk for a second, Chance. What is FCA? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so it stands for uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And uh, the vision is to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. Okay. And uh, yeah, we we really have a desire knowing the influence that athletes have um, to share the gospel with them. So the good news of Jesus Christ coming to die for our sins. Mm. And, uh, also we, um, yeah, minister to coaches and give them, um, to be able to support their families and, and, uh, spiritual lives to grow in that way. And so, yeah, we want to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church is, is another mission of ours. Um, but yeah, we, we really look to, um, just grow people in their faith um, to walk with Jesus and, um, yeah, to really develop that maybe for the first time um, with specifically coaches and athletes. But we want to reach the world um, because we know the influence that coaches and athletes have, especially here in America, yeah. knowing that, uh, you know, we really put that as an idol is just being an athlete or a coach. So, yeah, that's that's the basics of FCA, and, and there's some – different things that we like to do. And I, I might turn a little twist here in Pueblo. Um, mm. That's not exactly known uh, as how FCA does things um, because um, yeah, I, I, I think it Pueblo's a different culture. So we have mm. to also fit the culture um, here um, to reach more people. So gotcha. So FCA, does it just do athletes chance or is it everybody? So our focus obviously in the name is athletes um, but we don't turn anyone away it's it's and that's my heart that's my heart uh, for be here being here in Pueblo is yeah. is to reach everyone you know I, everyone gets needs to hear the gospel um, so yeah it's just that excitement um, um, it's it's not just in a, I would say the majority at CSU Pueblo is is non-athletes, which mm -hmm. I, I am, uh, they maybe have been athletes uh, in the past, but not necessarily a collegiate athlete. Mm. Um, but we are trying to reach, um, more of the athletes because the, it just seems that they're not being reached as, as much as, um, a, a, a regular student, um, gotcha. a, a civilian is what we call them as an athlete. <laughs> um, <laughs> civilian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been touched by FCA myself. I, I worked at 
not worked. I went to CSU Pueblo uh, at the same time you guys did, actually, Chance, whenever you were there the first time. And I went to FCA a few times when you and Caleb and Jordan and all them were running that. And I just remember, like, how welcoming it was and just how, how great it was there. I mean, you guys did a great job then, and you do a great job now. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about maybe the importance of FCA specifically in 2020? Because it's 2020, COVID's happening, and a lot of students are in a bad place when it comes just mentally, you know, dealing with everything going on, right? They have to go online. They have to go out, not online a week later. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a weird time to be in the world. It's a weird time to be in college. How is FCA helping with that? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's uh, yeah, great question, uh, Ben. I think it's we, – we've talked about this in, in leadership and the leadership of FCA is like how, how necess- necessary we are um, right now as FCA. And um, – because it gives us a, gives them an outlet. We're, we're, we see um, how these athletes are identified, identifying themselves in a in as a, as an athlete. Yeah. And and we we come alongside and say, hey, you're more than an athlete. You know, when that's stripped away, it shouldn't um, show uh, change your value or who you think you are, or make you depressed. And so, mm. um, yeah, I would say specifically in 2020, I think it's been a great time. Uh, for us still to gather, and we're, we've been meeting at a church, uh, Steel City Fellowship, that I attend and uh, you attend. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been meeting there, and it, it's nice because we're not having as many restrictions. And yes, we're trying to we're wearing masks and we're um, being separated. But it was a great felt time of fellowship for people um, to be around people um, and have a little more freedom in that during this crazy twenty twenty time. And yeah. Um, it's been yeah, it's been cool just to just to see what God has done during this during this time, um, even through COVID, um, for us allowing us to gather and allowing us to meet other people, and uh, for me to meet many of the coaches and the athletes and and students at CSU Pueblo and be able to minister to them um, and have the resources to do that um, with snacks and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah FCA has been huge. Um, I think us and crew are, are one of the only um, ones that were still going uh, ministries that were still going during this time. And, and I, I think it was such a, such a blessing for many athletes just to know uh, many athletes, students and um, coaches just to know that they're loved during this time and, and that support. And I've, yeah, I've realized uh, me just reaching out to coaches during this time. I, I had, a, had reached out to a couple coaches and, um, during this time and, and saying, yeah, we're thinking of you, praying for you. And, mm. and they, they respond in a very Thanksgiving and, and they're not even Christians. Um, but they're like, yeah, would you be praying for this? And we're just, we're reaching our peak and, and we, COVID has taken us to the, to, to not be able to compete right now. And, mm. and, but we, yeah, I would just thank you for your support. And that means a lot that you're reaching out. So yeah, it's been, it's been cool. FCA in general, um, and how God has been able to, uh, Using use me or use an avenue through me to to reach those coaches who who may not even believe, um, but uh, yeah, FCA has been a, a a big impact I think during this time mm. of of twenty twenty and and the weird season of COVID. <laughs> yeah, weird season of COVID. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been doing an incredible job over there, like you know, dealing with all those obstacles and still at the same time making time and being able to figure out ways to be there for the students, and it's been great to see. Um, as well, I want to ask. What makes you so passionate about FCA? What's kind of your background when it comes compared to FCA? And why, why are you so passionate about it now? Yeah. Well, uh, so before we go into that, I want to I want to mention 
like you talked about, keep going. Uh, mm. What kept going? Our leadership team is amazing. I have mm. to give it, give them credit. Um, my wife and I had came up with COVID during the time, and uh, they they didn't miss a beat. Like it was those those guys still met with uh, Mark and Goga, Mariah, um, yeah, James Parker. Like all those guys, they. They kept it together. And uh, these are all students, right? Yeah, st- students who, who are dealing with, you know, many things. And it was a, it was great to see that. And, and me coming alongside of that made my job a lot easier. Um, but, yeah, what was the, uh, the oh, question? Yeah, sure. What, just, what made me more passionate yeah, about Yeah, what were you passionate about FCA at CSU Pueblo? Yeah, yeah well, um, to be honest with you, so this last year, uh, I'll kind of share a little bit of my story. So this last year had been very difficult for me. Mm. Um, I had really been challenged in my faith and my walk with the Lord. And um, I, I came back from a Bible school and was just wrestling with a lot of things. Uh, I came up with uh, mental health, OCD, and had some intrusive thoughts. And, and uh, yeah, was dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression. Mm. And um, so back in October, the FCA guy reached out to me and said, hey, there's an opening in Pueblo. And I... I'd always had a heart for Pueblo. I've loved the city of Pueblo. I love the culture. I love the small town feel, but yet it's a big city. Yeah. Um, and so this opportunity with FCA came, and I, I wasn't in a great place. So I was like, yeah, I don't think this is uh, this is what I can do right now, but maybe down the road. And so, um, yeah, God, God kept moving and uh, bringing people into my life that um, – change those things, change my mind and and change my heart and worked on my heart. Mm. Um, and so I don't think if this job was anywhere else, I I don't think I would have taken it. Uh, Mm. really Pueblo was the reason that I, I wanted to be back here. I knew God had always put, put something in my heart for, for the city of Pueblo. And, uh, so yeah, so FCA, I'm, I'm passionate about it because I realized that, uh, yeah, athletes are, uh, an avenue to really reach many more people. And it's just a, it's a weird thing. It's a unique thing that students um, are looking up to athletes just because they're an athlete, you yeah. know? Um, and so if we can reach and change that culture and, and of uh, yeah, that, that it's not about them being an athlete um, that brings me passion and also realizing we can change their futures and, and their eternities in, in, um, young men and young women and really change a culture. I think, especially here in Pueblo, uh, it really drew me in, um, to, to see, I I would love to see, uh, Pueblo changed. Um, and and in the sense of, um, not the culture, because I think the culture is great, but, Mm. um, but God's changing a city. Um, I think how big sports are here, I think FCA is just the avenue to do that. Mm. Um, is to change change the culture, change the culture, and the way people love one another, and the people the way that way they compete, and uh, and doing it in a way of of honoring God. Um, and so, yeah, just just having that availability was a was a huge thing uh, for me, and because I I always had like this heart and passion to see like, man, I want. There's so much hidden gold here in Pueblo, mm. um, uh, hidden diamonds. And, and it's just someone who cares. It takes someone who cares. And, and I believe, uh, who has faith in Jesus Christ to, to, to see that happen. And I think FCA is just a great Avenue for, for that. And that, that's gives me a deeper passion. I, I think, um, 
yeah, and FCA has a name already in the city of Pueblo. So it's a it's a great avenue um, to just reach people, and that's that's really what what I'm about, and, and being invested. And so that that's that's what brings me passion um, to to work with FCA. That's awesome. You said something interesting there, Chance, that you wouldn't have accepted it a job like this anywhere besides Pueblo. Um, what do you think makes Pueblo so special? Why is Pueblo, you know, got, got these diamonds in the rough? Why do you think that? Yeah. So I, I taught at Centennial high school for two years. I went to college, played football here at CSU Pueblo. And the, to be honest, the first year I hated it. The first semester I was like, interesting. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be here. This place sucks. <laughs> and, um, yeah, after after just um, really being diving in and building relationships here in Pueblo, man, I saw so much value, and I, I saw the kids uh, in Centennial. There was, uh, I would say, Centennial's a pretty Centennial High School is a pretty diverse place, and, and with rich kids and and or or privileged kids and non-privileged kids, mm. um, and just seeing um, seeing that it kind of broke my heart, and but also. Um, yeah, Pueblo was uh, was just unique for me because um, I always had a heart for like the underprivileged, and I, I feel like that there was a lot of that. Mm. Um, but in there's so much, they're not getting it at home uh, where they're being poured into and loved and cared for. Um, and I, I think there's gold and there's unique, there's diamonds in in these in these people, um, and it just needs to be pulled out of them and, and told to them, you know, mm. knowing their value, uh, doesn't come from, you know, how well they do. And, uh, me growing up in, in, in that kind of, a uh, background with my father, you know, not always being there was a great hard worker. Mm. Um, but, but just didn't love me. And I, there, so I think there was a lot of things, there was other people who pulled that out of me. And I think, um, there's, there's, People in Colorado say, like, why would you want to live in Pueblo, Colorado? And yeah. I'm like, man, you're going to see, like, God's going to just change this place, change the city. And and there's, I mean, there's greatness that comes out of here. Um, I, th- I think it's a great culture. And I think uh, with people believing in um, others, believing in those young people, I think it can change, change the culture. And I, yeah, th- there is... I just see so much. I try to see through the the junk yeah. um, that maybe kids have grown up in or people have grown up in, and just see um, and find find that diamond that's uh, hidden sometimes. Mm, that's amazing. So, Chance, you're a guy who's very strong Christian. I've known you for a while. You're a big role model for me growing up, and you know, going through college and seeing like what you've been doing up there, and mm-hmm. you're strong in your faith. Can you tell me a little bit about the story of like how you became a Christian and why that's a value to you? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a, in a church going home, Christian home. Yeah. Uh, my dad, my dad grew up Catholic and my mom, uh, became a Christian when she was in her twenties. Mm. And, uh, so yeah, I, I knew, knew going to church, uh, was important to me. Um, but it wasn't until about, um, when I was 18 years old, I, I became, I would say I, that's really where I became a Christian. Um, it became my faith and, mm. and not my mother's. Um, and yeah, it's important, it's important to me cause it changed, changed my life, changed my view. Um, I, I, part of my, I guess story is, um, I was dating a gal, um, who was actually a Mormon, mm. um, and, um, Loved her, loved her heart, um, but 
um, she wasn't a Christian. Um, mm. And so uh, I knew it was never going to work out. I knew. <laughs> and so I, I was trying to find satisfaction in, in the things of this world and in, in, th- in relationships and um, and um, being an athlete yeah. and uh, those things that really, they end. They eventually end. And I, I felt the Lord really speak to me that, hey, you can only re- find satisfaction in me, true mm-hmm. satisfaction. And and from that point, I, I uh, yeah, I felt God drew me in and helped me understand. And especially this last year, it's uh, the purpose and the reason we need God is because we're not good enough. And mm-hmm. and for the, for that to realize, I... I still struggle with today. I, I want to do things perfect and I want to do things absolutely right. And realizing that, you know, I'm broken and, and the gospel comes in and, and says, yeah, I understand you're broken. That's why I came. That's why I came and, mm-hmm. and I can wash those things away and you'll still struggle till the day you die. But it's uh, the importance of, of, of that transformation. Only God can do in your heart. Um, and that's a real real reason that uh, Christianity is huge for me. Being a Christian, um, it's not about being good. Mm. And and for so long, I thought I was a good person, but yet I knew I needed Jesus. <laughs> mm. And uh, God, yeah, really transformed my heart and real showing me that, like, no, my heart is 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 not good um, without Him. Um, and so. Yeah, being able to share that hope, I, I think it transforms the way I see life, uh, the way I love my wife, the way I, I love others, and the way I just talk with people, mm. um, seeing, hey, there's value in you, not because of anything you've done, but because you've been made in the image of God. Yeah. And, um, yeah, sharing that hope. I, th- I think many people right now, especially in 2020 and during the coronavirus, are are struggling because they have no hope. You know, their jobs may have been taken, their at, their athletics may have been taken, um, gotcha. cars, stuff like that. And and we have an eternal hope as Christians um, that, yeah, these things are going to be tough in time, but, man, we, we get to live with God when we die. And, and, and right now I think we get to have a relationship with him. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a big reason um, why being a Christian is, is important to me. And I think – morally we can change things we can if we struggle with drinking we can stop drinking but um that doesn't change the outcome you know um and so we we really need a hope that's uh eternal and so for me uh christianity is that hope and i I hope to share that in my everyday life that's fantastic thank you chance i really appreciate you sharing that man that's great i mean that i i know you're just a guy that you know loves this community at CSU Pueblo and loves the people of Pueblo. And I think you're just a great fit for, you know, the job that you've got now. And I, I really look forward to the great things that you're going to do over there and, uh, and God's going to do through you. So I think, I think it's just fantastic. Um, so let me ask you now, how do you know Rory Huskin? What's, what's your interactions been like with Rory? Yeah. So I have just recently really become closer with Rory. Um, so he's our board chairman for FCA um, here in Pueblo um, but I knew of him, and I, I had talked with him a couple times while I was in college and while he sang at our banquets, FCA banquets and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but really getting to know him was probably this summer when, when we met and we talked, hey, this is really what we want to do with FCA. And he's just, let's go. Mm. <laughs> he's a guy who says, you know, what about this? He doesn't say what about this or what about that, but he says, um, 
yeah, let's do it. How do, how do we get it done? Uh, I'm on board. How can I support it? And, uh, yeah, so I, I met Rory through FCA actually, uh, was the, was the way that I knew him. And, mm. um, I think Tim Brotherton helped with that when I was in college, um, um, getting, just getting connected with people. And he was another, he was another great, uh, person that I saw in Pueblo and, and the kind of the, I would say the hidden diamond, you know, he, he didn't kind of really figure it out. I think it was till his mid mid thirties yeah. or something with where God really spoke to him and, and, uh, people poured into his life. So yeah, I, I met Rory, um, during, during college, but really got to know him in this last year. Um, and his, his just heart and yeah, he calls me buddy. So, uh, <laughs> that, that's a privilege to mm. have Rory call you his buddy. So, mm. so Rory's obviously having some, uh, trouble right now with, with COVID in the hospital. Um, I was curious, James, would you mind praying for him here on the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I love, I would love to, um, uh, pray for him, uh, right now. And I, I've, I've been getting updates from Tim brother, Tim, his wife. Um, just, I, I, he hasn't directly responded to me. Um, but yeah, I'd love to love to pray for mm. him. Uh, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for Rory, um, and his life and, um, the gifts that you've given him, Lord, uh, the strength, Lord, I pray that you would just heal him, um, Lord, that you would um, just show him what you're teaching him during this time and, and what we can learn uh, from from what he's going through, Lord, I pray that you would just heal him from uh, the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, Lord, and, and he'd be able to walk out and continue to lead and be an example here in Pueblo uh, of, a, of what a Christian is, Lord. I pray that he'd hope not in his health, um, and uh, not in his strength, but in, in you fully, Lord. And, uh, yeah, we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Chance. I appreciate it. Um, if someone's listening to this and they want to support FCA, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Ben. Um, so we have a, a page. Um, it's called uh, – our. I'll give you the web web URL is my dot fca.org slash csup okay and so they go on there and they can become a monthly partner um and we we encourage monthly partners because we know um we have to do month to month and we have uh if we have month to month we are able to continue the ministry um so and uh you you also can give a year-end gift and and so that's something we're doing right now and i'm reaching out to people um, who would who would be willing to give a um, a year end gift? You know mm. something, and everything is tax de- deductible on there, um, as long as the check or uh, the thing is submitted before uh, ten o'clock on December thirty first. Uh, it'll it'll be counted for this year. So, gotcha. um, yeah, if I would love uh, to sit down with you, if uh, those who are listening, I'd love to sit down and talk, just share about FCA and what God's doing through FCA and. Uh, how you can support and also uh, volunteer. We're also looking for volunteers as well. Um, and so, yeah, that thanks. Thank you for asking that. And thank you for letting me sh- share that. Oh yeah. Um, and then if you're a student at CSU Pueblo and, or maybe jumping into CSU Pueblo or an athlete and you are hearing this, how do they get plugged into you? Yeah. So um, I'll, I have a, a email address you can email me at, and I can also put my phone number. Uh, I'll sh- share my phone number. Um, that's one way to just connect with me. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be a, a face there. But yeah, my phone number is 303-815-0426. And you can reach me or text me text me there. And I uh, also ask your coaches. They should have my number as well. Um, 
if you'd like to contact me. Um, or you can email me at C Rodriguez, R O D R I Q U E Z at FCA.org. And, uh, yeah, you can get a hold of me that way as well. Sweet. Awesome. Hey, thank you, Chance, for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Uh, you know, I, I'm really glad that you got to come on, and I'm really, really excited about the things you're going to do at CSU Pueblo. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be there rooting you on. Yeah, I appreciate it, Ben. It's a dream come true. I, I'm excited <laughs> excited to do a podcast. My brother and I, I was telling you earlier, my brother and I kind of joked about this. And so uh, I, I enjoyed doing it and got to see, uh, yeah, what a professional podcaster does. So. <laughs> yeah, as well. You may have to wait a little longer to find a professional podcaster, but I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this has been the Keeping It Real with Roy podcast brought to you by Cornerstone Roofing. Please go check out Cornerstone Roofing as well. That's Roy Huskins' roofing business as well as Roy Huskins' music career. You can check out both of those things. Check it out in the links below. Thank you so much for joining us, Chance, and thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day.